Welcome to Teacher Talk with Chrissy Nichols, the podcast that offers real tools and real conversations to help you feel good about teaching and yourself again. As a teacher who has spent more than two decades in the classroom, I get it. I know you have a lot to do, so if you need help right now, book a free consult call at www.thechrissyconcept.com. That's the C-H-R-I-S-S-Y-C-O-N-C-E-P-T dot com. Now, let's get to the show. Teacher Talk listeners, hello, my teacher friends. If you love Ireland, you are in for a treat today. On the podcast, I have Aoife Crown, who grew up in the seaside town of Bantry in County Cork in the southwest Barra Peninsula of Ireland. Aoife is an educator and teaches Irish Gaelic to students, ranging from 12 to 18 years of age in her local community school. She has such a strong interest and passion for Ireland's captivating history and the Irish language, and you're going to hear that passion come through as she explains the origin of her name and how she came to teaching Gaelic. Aoife's superpower is connecting with her students by sharing her love of the Irish language, history, and culture. She also strives for a work-life balance and in her spare time likes to coach underage basketball, socialize with friends, and on the rare occasion when it stops raining, go on road trips exploring the beauty of West Cork. You won't want to miss this amazing conversation with Aoife. Enjoy. Welcome, everybody. I'm in conversation with Aoife Crown. Aoife, welcome to Teacher Talk. Thanks so much for being on the podcast. How are you? Hi, Chrissy. Thank you so much for having me. I'm honored to be on this podcast with you. Now, the great and funny story is that you and I met this summer. I was on my honeymoon and you were actually about to go to a dear, dear friend's wedding. And we met on a ferry in County Cork in Ireland. And I'm just so charmed and pleased that not only are you a teacher, but you're my first true Irish person that I've had on the podcast. So this feels very international. And tell everyone what you teach. (laughs) Well, I'm honored, Chrissy, to be the first Irish person. I hope after me, you'll have many more. (laughs) Um, So I am a secondary, so a post-primary teacher here in Ireland in Bantry in County Cork. I teach Irish. So in America, I think you call it Gaelic. Just say exactly what you just said. In... Irish. Irish. Okay. So is Muntor Ir von Skolame, Munum on Chonga Ruelga Er Skol, the Ralti on Kate Vlian, Gutian Shevlian, so a Kilin Sheshin Gurunum Ralti on Ish, a Doya Gutia Hoktig Mlina Dish. So, yeah, so I just did my little intro in, in Gaelic <laughs> for you there Amazing. Now. <laughs> and for my listeners, maybe for all of you who, Aoife, but it's beautiful because it's spelled A-O-I-F-E. So for the American ear, trying to figure out your name, I'm sure you hear all sorts of things, but, you know, they would say, 
Ayufa or Aif <laughs> or Aif or Arfi. Tell us a little bit about your name. Is it traditional? Tell us a little bit about the name Aoife. It is, Chrissy. Yeah, it's a very old traditional Irish name. And within the Irish language, we we really like to use our vowels. <laughs> we really like to put a lot of vowels into a lot of words. Yeah, so that's kind of what the Irish language is about. But yeah, so my name, as you said, is A-O-I-F-E, pronounced E-F-A, Aoife. And it traditionally means, uh, in old Irish, it kind of means beauty. But I also have a funny folklore tale to go with my name. So it's a kind of a made-up story from years, hundreds and hundreds of years ago, where Aoife married... King Lur, whose wife had previously passed away, and King Lur had three children. Now, Aoife, and it is kind of true for myself too, because I'm not really a children person, a kids person. I'm much more teenagers and up. So Aoife in this story did not like children. They were annoying her. She was sick of them. She just wanted them to go away. So she cast a spell on them and turned them into swans. So every 300 years, they had to go to a different lake and they were never back in the castle with herself and the husband, King Lear, anymore. Yeah, so <laughs> poor Aoife was very evil in that story. <laughs> but it's kind of true. I, my name's Aoife and I don't really like children either. So, <laughs> Well, podcast listeners out there, I can tell you that Aoife is lovely and you can just hear her amazingness in her voice she is warm she was amazing and it one of the it was one of those classic Irish welcomes on the ferry where we just got to chatting and you said you were a teacher tell us about the school just so we can picture it where you teach Bantry is on what is known as the Barra Peninsula and it's in South Western Ireland and it's beautiful. It's, it's windswept and gorgeous and it's a coastal town. But what's your school like? So my school's name is actually through Irish as well. So we're called Kalosta Pubble Viauntry. So Viauntry is Bantry in Gaelic and Kalosta Pubble means a community college. So we're a large community college in Bantry. We have 700, currently this academic year, 2022 to 2023, we have 725 students enrolled in our school. So that's a really, really big number for us. We're thrilled with that. Hopefully next year we'll get more enrolling with us. But for now, we're, we're very happy with that. Staff-wise, we have about 70 staff between teachers, principal, deputy principal, our SNAs, who are our special needs assistants. And obviously the cleaners, the caretakers, everyone else involved in keeping the building standing and from burning to the ground. <laughs> and Aoife, I know you just went back to school as we've done in North America. You can think about your week. You can think about, you know, your year last year. But what do you think are the biggest challenges that you're facing in teaching? Maybe even right the second tonight before you head back to school tomorrow? <laughs> well, for me personally, some of the biggest challenges is time management, I think, to be honest. This year, I'm up the walls, as we'd say here in Ireland, which means we're very, very busy. I have every single year group this year. So I first years, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, and I have the LCA group as well. What age group is that? Just I have all of, our, all of the classes. So from first years who are coming into us in 12 and 13 years of age, until the sixth year, up until the sixth years who were 18, 19 years of age leaving us. So I cater for a massive cohort of students. 
So you have to be really, really, really organized, really energetic, really positive, enthusiastic going into your classes. You don't know. Like I, I teach about, about 150 students I have like under me. Okay. So you don't know what is going on a lot of the time at home with these students. So you have to make sure that when they walk into your classroom, you are giving them the most positive experience possible. You're happy, you're polite, you're friendly. It's so important to be like that with your students and treat them as such with respect as well. And if is that something that you yourself have decided or is that kind of a mandate from down higher from the head of school? Is that just kind of a known expectation like be upbeat, be happy, be energetic? Is that just the way I know that's the way that you present, but I'm just I'm interested in the mindset in an Irish school. I mean, of, of course, that is kind of what is expected of teachers anyway, I suppose you would say, but that being said, I mean, I know when I was in school as a student myself, some of my teachers just hated coming into us. <laughs> and you can get that vibe straight away. Like teenagers are not, you know, they're very, they're very quick. They're very clever. Okay. So there's no, you can't pull the wool over their eyes. You can't, you can't fool them in other words. Okay. So, and especially because of my subject choice, Gaelic, it has a bad reputation, sadly, here in Ireland by our young people, our students predominantly. So it really is up to me to engage positively with them, portray this language as a language that we need to learn. We need to love it, you know, in order for it to grow and bring it back to the way it was. Myself, very positive. And if it is Gaelic, you just mentioned it's got sort of a bad rep among the sort of 16 year olds, like who wants to learn Irish? Is it because it's obligatory? Is it compulsory? Um, I wouldn't say that's the reason because English and maths are also compulsory and they don't give out half as much about those two subjects. So I think it is the curriculum, to be honest, in my own opinion, as an Irish teacher, as an, as an Irish scholar, a Gaelic scholar, I would say it's the curriculum. It's very, very heavy on poetry and kind of prose, like your literature and things like that. If we just sit down our students and teach them more oral work in, or in other words, teach them how to speak the language, that's how the language grows. Tír gan sianga, tír gan anam. That's that's an old phrase that we have here. Okay, it means a country without a uh, language is a country without a soul. Okay, you have nothing if you don't have your language. Okay, so tír gan tír gan anam. So say I mean, it one more time. Tír tír gan sianga, tír gan anam. I love it. That's fantastic. And I know that there you mentioned time management, of course. Every, I think, teacher across the globe, I bet I could find someone in the middle of Sri Lanka. And that educator (laughs) would say, time management is an issue for me because it's go, go, go. As you said, hell bent for leather. But if you could wave a magic wand, even just in your school or even in Ireland or anywhere, like what could make this job easier for teachers what would you love to create for educators in Ireland and I know possibly knowing about you that Aoife's other job I saw her in a pub (laughs) called the anchor in downtown Bantry because you know as a school teacher you also needed a side hustle you needed another job so you know resources of course we can already name that time and money are the two most precious resources but what could also make the job of the Irish school teacher even better. If you could, if you could be the queen of Ireland and wave that magic wand, <laughs> what would you say? So 
If I could wave my magic wand, I really would love to be the Minister for Education for a day and go in with my 24 hours and just change the Irish curriculum to better suit the needs of the language itself, our culture here in Ireland, and to suit what our students want. They're the upcoming generation. They, you know, they need to be fulfilled in their Irish subjects. So I think changing the curriculum to tailor their needs better would be, would work wonders for us as Irish teachers and for our students as well. It would be a lot more positive and a lot more engaging experience if we could tailor it to more, more oral more of an oral component. And what drew you to Gaelic, to Irish, as a kid? What Was there a teacher that inspired you? Did you have a favourite teacher? What What was it well, that drew you in? Funnily enough, Chrissy, both my parents, as Irish as they are, can't speak a word of it. Because like that, when they were in school, the curriculum was awful and they their brains just shot off. They did not learn it. They put a block up, a wall up. They didn't want to learn it. So neither of my parents had Irish. Our parents sent myself and my two sisters to an all Irish and all Gaelic primary school. And from that, my my love for the language just absolutely, it went off the Richter scale. And as, again, I was absolutely blessed in school with the best Irish teachers. I had Miss Warren from first year to third year for three subjects. So Irish, obviously, and then I did history and geography through Gaelic. And I did another subject through Gaelic. And then my teacher for the Leaving Cert exam, Miss McCarthy, was absolutely amazing too. And it's nice now in Colossa Pub of Tree where I'm working, I'm now teaching with my old Irish teacher, Miss Warren. Yeah, Aww. it's lovely. Isn't <laughs> so that amazing to pay yeah. homage? It's amazing to pay homage to our, our mentors and our teachers. We all have a favorite one. And I'm so glad you named her. Please Please have her li- give a listen to this podcast, Teacher Talk. And I just, I want to thank you so much. Your love of language comes through. You know, I'm also a language teacher. I teach French. And so I just join you in wanting that enthusiasm and that passion. Sharing the love of languages. <laughs> yes, to grow. And would you mind giving us a sign off or saying one last thing in Gaelic and translating for us as we leave you in beautiful Bantry. So, Gnairi on Boher live, Agaslan. So, what I just said there is the very best of luck. So, the, the luck of the road be with you. So, may the road open up in front of you and all the luck be with you, basically, is what that phrase means. And Slon means goodbye. <laughs> Thank you so much, Aoife, for being with us and for just sharing your love of and passion for Irish, for Gaelic, and for also sharing a little bit of your experience as a teacher. It's been wonderful having you on Teacher Talk. Thank you, Chrissy. Thanks for having me. That was Aoife Crown, who teaches Irish, Gaelic in Bantry, County Cork. She is inspiring. Thank you for listening to today's episode, teacher friends. If this podcast speaks to you, please share it. Share Teacher Talk with one teacher or administrator or educator in your life. To continue the conversation and have life-changing tools and resources sent directly to your inbox, join my weekly newsletter, Teacher Talk, at www.thechrissyconcept.com. That's the C-H-R-I-S-S-Y-C-O-N-C-E-P-T dot com. There you can also book a consult with me. That's a one-on-one conversation 
to see if coaching might be just what you're looking for. Sometimes one call is all it takes. Have a great day in and out of the classroom, my friends. We'll see you next time.